Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Patricia Elsie Tuttle, and I'm a bookish girl in a bookish world, reading Backlist. It's fantastic. This is episode number 298 and a half, and today I'm going to talk about a couple Backlist titles that I'm excited to share with you. Hi, everyone. I was recently complaining aloud on Twitter, because that's what Twitter's for, right? That I wished there was a Mango subscription box, and then someone responded with a link that actually there is, but I have no business getting, like, 16 pounds of mangoes all at once, although getting 16 pounds of mangoes all at once is pretty on brand for me, so... Then I clicked that link and that sent me down a rabbit hole and I learned about pineapples that have been bioengineered to be pink. So I'm like, that sounds weird. Take my money. So long story short, we ate a pink pineapple the other day. To be honest, it was okay. The pink was a little off-putting and it looked like ham, which I love ham. It's just not what I expect when I cut into a piece of fruit. Also last weekend, we worked more on the Great Recipe Project of 2021, which is where we gathered all the recipes I've printed out over the years and ripped out of magazines and newspapers, and we put them into binders. But, you know, you give a mouse a cookie, so then that inspired me to reorganize our cookbook shelf so that the books we reach for most are most accessible, as well as the books we wish we reached for more. I am very proud. I even got rid of five books. So speaking of books, I have a couple great backlist titles to share today. But before I get to my book picks, let's hear from a sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Underlined. Haven't read a Natasha Preston thriller yet? We dare you to try. She's known for her line of chilling young adult suspense novels like The Cellar and The Fear. The New York Times and USA Today bestselling author excels at putting fear into the hearts of her readers. So her newest book titled The Dare is about five friends whose senior prank goes very, very wrong. This is the perfect graduation season read for thriller fans who can handle a good scare. The Dare is now available wherever books are sold. You can learn more about it at getunderlined.com. So again, this young adult thriller is about five friends with a prank that goes wrong. There are dark secrets, a twisty plot, and creepy I know what you did last summer vibes. So if you, you know, it's graduation season, you want to revel in that, but like make it scary. You know what I mean? Pick up The Dare by Natasha Preston. And thanks again to Underline for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Song of the Silks Realms by Judy Eilin. 
Shi Wei is a talented young musician who was orphaned at a young age. Her sole family is a kindly uncle, but then her uncle is killed, and she is, of course, devastated. With no family and no patron, Shi Wei is facing the possibility of a lifetime of servitude playing the chin. Then one night, she is unexpectedly called to perform for the enigmatic Duke Meng. He surprises Shi Wei further with an irresistible offer. Serve as a musician in residence at his manor for one year, and he'll set her free of her indenture. But the Duke's motives become increased increasingly more sus when he and Shuei barely survive an attack by a nightmarish monster. It's like, what, <laughs> what's going on here? So this book is a sweeping epic romanticy that follows a talented young musician who is swept away to the celestial realm by an enigmatic young Duke. And who doesn't want to be swept away to the celestial realm by an enigmatic young Duke? She's living all our dreams, honestly. Make sure to check out the new book. And thanks again to Song of the Six Realms by Judy Eileen for sponsoring this episode. For my first pick, I have I'm Still Here, Black Dignity in a World Made for Whiteness by Austin Channing Brown. According to her bio, Austin Channing Brown is a media producer, author, and speaker providing inspired leadership on racial justice in America. I really appreciated this memoir. While I am an atheist, I grew up within an organized religion, and much of Austin's story is about her Christianity and experiences in the church, specifically around racial justice. She touched on so many things that I found to be just mm, scrumptious. And she starts off by talking about her name and how people often assume when looking at her resume or seeing her name listed as director of a program that Austin is a white man. And her parents intended this, knowing such a name could get her in the door to interviews. Her personal anecdotes about how it is to be the only one or one of a few Black women at an organization are, at least in my experience, such an incredibly accurate portrayal of, like, how this goes for so many of us. I've definitely experienced these landmarks at past organizations, and I know I'm not the only one. Without her identifier, so many of her stories are the stories of Black American women. Remembering the first time we were called the N-word, I was in second grade. Having our parents or elders tell us as children to never touch anything in the store and then put our hands in our pockets or open our backpacks, even if we put the item back. Or having our parents or elders be very strict about never opening items in a store, even if, like, once we had bought the item, and to always have a receipt. This was actually something new that I've taught my wife since we've been together, and she is white and she was never raised knowing how incredibly important it is to have your receipts all the time. And that was still astonishing to me. There are so many cringeworthy but familiar anecdotes about being Black and present when a white person or a group of people learned that moment that something they've done or have been doing is racist, and then the emotional weight of that moment and often the expected emotional labor. And there's so much more. Like I mentioned, she talks a lot about working in primarily white Christian spaces and what that means as a person who teaches about racial justice, especially the idea that if someone is nice, they can't be racist. And she came up against that a lot. Just this, this idea that 
niceness means non-racist because racists are, you know, mean and evil and nice people are not that. It was actually a really quick read and I really, really liked it. It's I'm Still Here, Black Dignity in a World Made for Whiteness by Austin Channing Brown. For my next pick, I have Queen of the Conquered by Case and Calendar. This book was such a wild ride. Content warming for anti-black racism, as well as in the last book I just talked about, and also many types of violence in this book. Queen of the Conquered takes place on the Virgin Islands when they were occupied by Denmark and islanders were enslaved. I am super unfamiliar with the Danish language, especially when it comes to the time and place of this book, so I learned a lot of new words reading this. The book starts when our main character, Sigourney Rose, was a child. She is an islander and her family is the only or one of the only black families that owns a plantation and has enslaved people. Sigourney Rose's mother has promised that she will free people and many of the islanders held her in some kind of esteem. But since she was black, of course, all the other Congolese, which translates to royalty and basically means the slaveholders, hate her. So, in fact, the very beginning of this book is a flashback. As I mentioned, Sigourney is a child. Her mother, brother, and sister are ambushed at their own home during a party and murdered. Sigourney manages to escape as all the enslaved and even other Congolese at the party were also murdered. This book is told through not only the present time of the book, but also through flashbacks and dreams and hallucinations. Like I said, it's a wild ride. So Sigourney was able to escape and was rescued by a servant who was basically on standby and waiting for something like this. Sigourney falls under the care of a relative who is also Congolese. She changes her last name to her relatives and is no longer Sigourney Rose, but Sigourney Lund. She spends the next many years planning her revenge on her fellow Congolese, and she finally gets an invitation to the king's island to spend the storm season with the other Congolese. The king is supposed to choose his successor at the end of this storm season, and the Congolese are not above killing each other. There's a lot of murder that happens in this book. At first, I thought it was going to be a bit of like a Hunger Games vibe, but it is well beyond that. The other very important thing you have to know about this world is that some people have supernatural powers, referred to as having craft or possessing craft. If an islander is found to have craft, they are executed. If the fjern, that is, any white people, have craft, they say it is a divine gift. Sigourney, an islander, but also a Congolese, is not executed for her craft, and she definitely has craft. She can read minds. Not only can she read minds, but she can control them. This bit of Supernatural adds so much chaos to this book, and I really enjoyed it. The sequel, King of the Rising, just came out in December, so I'll link that in the show notes as well. This was Queen of the Conquered by Case and Calendar. That's it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you so much to our sponsor. A special thank you to my totally rad audio editor, Jen Zink, and thank you for listening. For more recs or general bookishness, check out bookriot.com and don't forget to check out our full stable of podcasts at bookriot.com backslash listen or just search bookriot on your podcast player of choice. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com backslash all the books. 
If you're a fan of all the books and all the backlist and you want to show us some love, please leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers find us. If you want to talk about books or nerdy stuff or check in on my shenanigans, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the InfoFile, as in the lover of information, spelled T-H-E-I-N-F-O-P-H-I-L-E. In the meantime, have a safe weekend, drink some water, and happy reading. Happy reading.